Thank you for joining us on WQPH 89.3 FM, Shirley Fitchburg, Queen of Perpetual Help. Welcome to Local Matters. And in light of Thanksgiving, we are focusing this week's episode and next week's episode on forgiveness with our sister station, WSFI's Healing the Whole Person. For the full episode, visit WSFICatholicRadio.org. A special thanks to Angela Tomlinson for producing this episode. And this is part one of a two-part series. Good afternoon and welcome to Healing the Whole Person. Our illustrious guest today is Father Robert Sears, and we're going to begin with the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, read and led by Father Sears. Thank you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. You expired, Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth from sober souls, and the ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself upon us. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water which gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a fount of mercy for us, trust in you. O blood and water, which I gushed forth from the heart of Jesus as a font of mercy for us. I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. 
for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. 
Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God. Holy, holy mighty, mighty one, one. Holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy, holy God. God. Holy, holy immortal, mighty one. Holy, holy immortal one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy, holy God. God. Holy, mighty, holy one. mighty one. Holy, holy immortal one. one. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, Jesus I, I trust, trust in, in you. you. Jesus, Jesus, I, I trust, trust in, in you. you. In the name, in name of the, the Father, and of the, the Son, and of the Holy, of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good afternoon, and welcome to Healing the Whole Person. And as I mentioned before we began the chapel today, our guest is our very faithful Father Robert Sears, S.J. He is the past president of ACT Heals, an association of health care providers who bring Jesus' healing to health care. A former professor at Jesuit School of Theology in Chicago, and the Institute of Pastoral Studies of Loyola University, Chicago. He is a much in-demand spiritual director, counselor, retreat presenter, and writer on various aspects of healing. Father Sears is considered a foremost authority on the family system and healing the family tree, and is a featured speaker monthly on WSFI 88.5 FM's Healing the Whole Person, which is our show today. And as it said in his bio, is that he's a writer on various aspects of healing. And that is going to be his focus today. The subject of his program is called Forgiveness, the Foundation for Healing. So welcome, Father Bob Sears. Thank you very much. You know, the very foundation of Christian life is the Lord's forgiveness. We celebrate this every Lent and Good Friday. In obedience to his Father, Jesus took on himself the consequences of all our sins from the beginning of time to its end. And on the cross, he made it a sacrifice of love. So when he had risen from the dead, he appeared to his disciples and breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. 
whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, whose sins you retain are retained. That's in John's Gospel, the 20th chapter. And these words are the basis for the sacrament of reconciliation, where the priest absolves our sins, and they're removed because of Jesus' suffering on the cross. So God is not just imputing guilt, or rather not imputing guilt, as we sometimes think. When God forgives, he recreates. Though your sins be as scarlet, he says in Isaiah 1 to 8 and verse 18, they will become white as snow. God's forgiveness is total. When Peter asked Jesus, if my brother sins against me, how often should I forgive him? As many as seven times, and Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. And that's in Matthew 18, 21 to 22. God's forgiveness does not presuppose repentance on our part, or does presuppose in a sense that we receive it, repentance on our part, and a commitment not to sin anymore. But if we do sin again, and promise repentance, God will continue to forgive us since his forgiveness lasts till the end of time. His forgiveness creates for us the possibility of new life. In Romans 5, 7 and following. So it encompasses past, present, and future because God is present to all time. So his forgiveness liberates us to life in him, which is total, loving, whole, filled with exciting possibility, whereas lack of his forgiveness locks us into ourselves with our own hurts and resentments and that can stifle life. So what most blocks God's gift of total forgiveness in Christ is our failure often to forgive others as he forgives us. We pray in the Our Father, forgive us our debts as we forget our debtors, which that is, those who sin against us. So if we do not forgive others, he goes on to say, neither will your heavenly Father forgive your transgressions. So we model for God what he can forgive in us. Matthew 7, 1, 2 goes on, stop judging that you may not be judged. For as you judge, so will you be judged. And the measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. So that's why we need to render our resentments or unforgiveness, etc., so that God's gift of forgiveness can be fully brought to life in us and through us for others. And I had these three ways of thinking about that, three ways in which we forgive others, but we'll also end up forgiving ourselves and opening ourselves to God's total forgiveness. Yes, yeah. It's a very exciting topic, and but very challenging, because how often we have prayed the Our Father and said, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive our trespasses of those against us. And we don't think about that very often, but we're, we're really asking for something very great from our Father in heaven, that forgiveness that is conditional. But his 
forgiveness is really unconditional when you get <laughs> it's right down to it. Unconditional if we accept it. <laughs> yes, ex- if but, we accept it. That's right. And if we forgive others it, by letting, exactly. it, letting him forgive us. It, it, it's Because oftentimes there. we have to learn from God how to forgive because right. we have to let him forgive us first. And then we can learn how to forgive other people. Yeah. So one of the the first what I was thinking of is as far as I call it empathic forgiveness. It's let me explain. So when we find ourselves spontaneously disliking someone or passing judgment on something they're doing, it's a good indication of our own heart as narrower than God's forgiving heart. One John three nineteen twenty. Instead of praying for that person, it is more helpful for us, perhaps, to ask God, the Lord, to reveal in us the traits we spontaneously dislike in the other person. Yeah, that's very common, isn't it? (laughs) Psychologists like Carl Jung tell us that Mm. such spontaneous dislikes stem from dislike of similar possibilities or actualities in in ourselves. ourselves. That we have kept out of consciousness. So as the Lord reveals these areas, it would be very helpful if we would ask him to forgive us, to remove those very traits we're judging in the other person from us. Recently, I had a person I know who was in conflict with her teenage daughter who wanted to be like others in her class at school who were not a good example. So my friend began to realize that she was so with her daughter because she had wanted the same thing when she was her age and she had to let God forgive her if she was going to have the compassion needed to forgive her daughter so sharing her own experience with her daughter could lead her daughter to be willing to learn from her experience and then to decide not to make the same mistake I suggested to her actually an example that uh, was from the sister of President Carter. I forgot her first name, but she was speaking to us, and she had been charismatic, how she dealt with her 15-year-old daughter who came home and was invited to a beach party, overnight party, and she asked if she would allow that, and and, uh, her mother said, well, if you go pray about it, and if you think God says it's all right then you can do it and she said you really would let me do it yes 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 if you pray about it so she prayed about it and she said no i don't think he wants me to do that (laughs) 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 in other words instead of pushing your kids to do things when they get to a certain age it might be most helpful to let them pray about it right and really let them choose so they could learn from their mistakes if it didn't work and uh, then they would know that you're trusting them to grow up because otherwise you'll be making decisions for them when they should be learning how to make those decisions. That's so, really good advice. That's really yeah. good advice. Although we they, we may be sending them into uh, some dangerous territory, but hopefully they're hearing from God and able to make uh, healthy decisions for themselves, you know. You know, um, I heard a, a mm-hmm. talk the other day. This priest was talking about how, you know, we were talking about a lot about rescuing, and that's a, 
a little bit what that is there. Just how do you you rescue your daughter or son from making bad decisions? But um, he said that when Adam and Eve sinned, it was like trafficking. They took us into uh, a place that we couldn't escape from sin. But then along came Jesus, and he was our rescuer. He's the one that took us out of that trafficking by his death on the cross. So uh, I think that, you know, we have to remember that we all need rescuing from our sins. And uh, over and over again, he's the only one that can do it. Yes. It does. Yes, right. And he allowed, allowed that to happen. So he wants us to learn from experience. Right. So the second uh, area that I was thinking of is liberating forgiveness. And that a lack of forgiveness of ourselves can bind us in anger or resentment, similar to the one I was just speaking about, and one we can't get free from to forgive. So we may have a deep resentment or often unconscious of our parents, etc., because they didn't or couldn't give us the love that we needed and felt that we needed. One person I had asked to help, one person who I was asked to help had more things to take care of than she could do. She was living in her parents' house, but felt her par- her mother was always criticizing her, so she had needed to get her own place. And she also had a change of job. She needed to change her job. She needed to decide on where to live. She also had an expensive repairs for her car mm. that she couldn't afford. And all of these things, you know, just kind of piled up. And as we prayed about the situation, I thought again about what I had learned earlier for myself about our human parents. Our human parents are not the solution to our problems, as as, uh, Susie just mentioned there, because they were affected by original sin, too, you know, and they learned from their parents. And so we we shouldn't, as I did, uh, expect our parents to be the solution. And... uh, we also shouldn't feel like we're called to be their solution because we can't do what we haven't learned ourselves. Exactly. And so if they, if they are the first apostolate and all we can do, what can we do to help them? What came to me is that we can let ourselves be healed by the Holy Family. And to do that, so to speak, in such a way that we realize that as we get transformed and are able to have more compassion for our parents, then they'll also get transformed too. So it can go backwards and forwards. Sure. So and, the healing mm-hmm. really is given to us, but we have to first of all, as I found out, choose our parents out of all possible parents. Before, because I, Jeremiah 1.5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you, a prophet to the nations, I appointed you. Yes. That was very revelationary for me because I realized then that that somehow or another God knew us spiritually before he put us in the particular family we had. So he didn't pick the family because they were free of original sin because (laughs) No. no one was free of original sin in that sense until Jesus came. And so we, we basically, he picked them because we, they had the the difficulties and that we would pick up because we always pick up what our parents hand down to us and in order to prepare us for works that 
God had prepared for us before in advance, as it says in Ephesians 2.10, that God has prepared in advance works that we should live in them. But what about people who are born into really tragic families where there isn't good example and there's they were you know maybe born out of wedlock or in sinful situations and living exactly. in the uh, I always look at that as that God really had great trust in those new people why mm-hmm. would he put them in a family that yeah. it wouldn't be helpful for them to be challenged by because everybody's family, nobody, he didn't have a choice to, whether no. he was going to get a, a family that wasn't influenced by original sin or not, because everybody, everybody was. Everybody was, is, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just the kind of original sin that would be most helpful for the person when they grow up, if, to do the works that he had planned for us. As I reflect on my own life, for example, I made a decision in the womb. I didn't know that until I was 43. And I didn't know a lot of things until I was 89 or so, 87, actually. <laughs> so, well, you're, you're not I, there yet, I are you? I <laughs> finally stopped trying to solve God's problems. Uh-huh. <laughs> because if he put me in the womb, the, the parents that had problems, which he couldn't help but not do, and those problems have been the ones that are most helpful for me to help do healing for other people, right? Then, then I have to learn from experience what's going to work. And what works is because God did take on himself, as I mentioned in the beginning, Jesus, the sins of everybody in the whole world and forgave them. So Jesus, in other words, God put on Jesus' self the sins of the whole world. He, he, He mentioned in another place as he was talking to or communicating with somebody who was a prophetic type, you know, Right. That uh, he did that because he didn't think it would be fair, or really, uh, to let the consequences to be figured out by the people. So he needed, in a sense, to choose ahead of time to take the consequences of all our sin and to even die for us, because death was the solution to sin, in order for us to be healed. Right. So that's what we need to accept. Okay, I think uh, you and I and our listeners can hear that familiar music. It's time for a short break. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Please stay with us. You're listening to Father Bob Sears on Healing the Whole Person. Thank you. That's all the time we have this week. Tune in next week at this same time for the conclusion of this broadcast. Thank you for listening to another edition of WQPH's Local Matters. We hope you enjoyed the broadcast and hope you have a blessed week.